listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 72 on Ed Reach. Class badges. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, October 6, 2012. Ed Gamer is part of the Ed Reach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. That was nice. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We'll discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. And I'm James Sanders. And James is is our guest today. Uh, He is part of the EduCast... uh, Oh, man, I just messed that up. The EduNation cast, part on, on EdReach. And he's done many other things that I had no idea about, which makes him super cool and probably a little bit higher level than what we normally have on the show. I think you so. just offended everyone we've ever had on this show in one <laughs> sentence. That's my job. <laughs> I'm good at it. No. It's, he's, he's, let's put it this way. He's on the same level as many of our other guests that have been on this show. And that's pretty high. Okay. That's pretty high praise. You need an edit undo to remove foot from mouth. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. No, I'm just saying that he, he's a lot cooler than I knew he was. And that's what I'm So what, you thought he was a dork? Adding, adding it to my resume no, I knew now. He, you are moving I, straight backwards. I knew he was cool, but I didn't know he was this cool. Is that better? I, I guess that's the best thing you've said. James, yet. is that is that is that good let's, right let's there? Go I, with just, it. I like I like all of them. I'm just taking notes here. <laughs> so James, can you tell us how cool you are? Cooler than you expect me to be. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, no, um, thanks thanks for having me on, guys. I I do I do a lot of different things with education technology. Uh, it's it's kind of my kind of my hobby slash career slash I don't know. At this point, it's more of like. An obsession that I need to get medication for because it seems like every waking minute is spent towards something to do with uh, education technology. But most recently, um, created a website uh, called YouTube.com/teachers where teachers can discover uh, educational videos curated around topics and explain how videos used uh, in the classroom. There, uh, you mentioned the Education Cast, which I do with uh, um, people like Diane Maine, Adam Bello, and Dan Rizak. Um and we're going to talk today about uh, something that's starting on Monday, uh, classbadges.com. So. Very cool. Jerry? My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois. I've done none of that cool stuff, and I spend most Saturdays hanging out with Zach on Skype. <laughs> that is awesome. Which is why I'm in therapy. <laughs> my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. <laughs> oh, Jerry, stop messing with my little blurby. I'm the hostess with the most. Whoa, yeah. stop uh, with my so, What are you, what are you guys doing I here, know, I don't know what show you just invited me on, and if you guys are so, in the same spot or not, but I feel really yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> You're not the first one. You're not the first one to feel stop that way. Jerry's been messing with me. <laughs> Jerry's been messing with my little... Yeah, I know. Uh, blurby. <laughs> my blurby. Listen, yeah. for the record, I have never touched Zach's blurby. <laughs> we did share a hotel room once with two oh, other men, got... but I did not touch... Whoa! You can start this wow. out later. We're totally this is, fine. This is, this is going downhill quickly. <laughs> Whatever. My name is Zach Gilbert. I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade Soul Studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. Jerry, man, oh, man. Okay, so Jerry... Um, yeah, so I don't know if people can tell. I'm going to put us back on track here. 
So last week I talked about how, you know, oh, I think I fixed my microphone, you know, issues, and it turned out to be not so much. So we went to, uh, I guess I'll go ahead and say it because they were very nice about it, uh, Best Buy. Went to Best Buy to go look for another mic. I was looking for uh, Blue as a manufacturer of microphones. And was thinking, oh, they have the, like the Snowball and, and that probably fit within my price range. And then I noticed like on a sale rack, they had this Blue Yeti, which is like a $150 mic and it's like massive. And this thing's really heavy. And you have one too, don't you, James? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I, it's like wow, this looks really nice. And I saw the price, ninety nine dollars. This is great. I gotta get this. Then it started seeing, you know, reading the description under the price tag. I'm like, this doesn't sound right. So I went, looked around for a while, found somebody and brought them over. And I said, this is where it was at. And not sure about the price. Really can't find where it says Blue Yeti on the shelf or any around where around here. So he's like, he called it in and he said, yeah, we'll get it to give it to you for $99. So I'm like, okay, sold. So I thought that was a very nice, nice thing. And he also said, well, you know, you know I was concerned, like I didn't move it. You know, I've, you know, I was telling him I didn't move it to, you know, try to get a lower price. He goes, oh, don't worry about it because we've updated our cameras. They don't have people at the doors anymore, I guess, at Best Buy. <laughs> So we've updated our camera. So if you did move it, we'd come back after you, so, basically. So they found you putting the 65-inch TV with the flash drives then, too. Right, right, yeah. It says yeah, 699 the, the only problem with it with the Yeti I have is I live, in, I live in downtown Oakland, and you hear every sound on downtown Oakland. I would say if you're doing, when we do our shows on the Education Cast, the police or fire, somebody comes to every episode. <laughs> um, it picks up. Yeah. They're amazing microphones. They it in I, we were hearing vehicles go by earlier yep, uh, uh, before the show. Oh, that was a motorcycle. You're gonna hear them all. Yeah. I'm gonna try to hit, do my best to hit the mute button whenever it happens, but sometimes <laughs> it'll just it's, happen. It's all good. Uh, the the only thing is is that I'm in um, normal Illinois. Uh, it's definitely not Oakland, and I'm in the basement of my mother's. No, I'm in the basement of my house, and uh, there are no police or fire. No, we do. Well, it's, we leave our doors unlocked. Three guys with water buckets. <laughs> that's all we need that's all we need so yeah so it's it's nice i'm i'm liking it this will be the first show with it i did a couple of tests with it earlier and it sounds pretty nice okay moving on um jerry yep we've been talking about your game club each week and it seems to be growing and growing so what happened this week well, well it was uh it was a good week this week was the first actual meeting so i had here's one of the rules with clubs like these that come out of the district right now is I'm allowed to essentially babysit and because it's not school funded and I don't get paid to do it. It's, um, it's just basically left up to the kids who have to manage it. And I am ridiculously impressed with the four kids that approach me and do this because they have gotten sponsorships. Um, they put this whole thing together. They made the signs, they got them, you know, copied, hung up, they put announcements in at the school, all this other stuff. And, uh, this was the, the test week. We decided we'd have it in one of my art rooms cause it's got some nice big tables where we could set up some games and we just, just see how many kids showed up. And, um, the first week, uh, we had 55 kids, which was, which was pretty awesome. Uh, there was a, an absolute ton of stuff going on. Um, <clears throat> we had six. What type of games? Sixteen different games being played. Um, oh. Everything from Monopoly to um, let's see. I took pictures uh, of every single game. Um, I'll give you a few examples here. Uh, Ticket to Ride. Have you ever heard of that? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool game. Um, we had dominoes. We had Yu-Gi-Oh! We had Magic being played. We had the Game of the Week, which they've set up, where they bring in a game and uh, teach kids, and it was from 1982, the Marvel Superheroes board game. Whoa. Like, classic. Um, was it in good shape? Yeah. I bet that's yeah. worth something. Yeah, the kids' parents kept it in pretty good shape. You could tell there was oh, a, man. a few little, you know, dings there. But um, And then one of the other cool things that I wanted to bring up, of course, since I was excited... Um, so we mentioned this last week. We wrote to um, Out of the Box, you know, because right. I had seen them at Gen Con. And uh, they sent me a copy of the Snake Oil game, which was awesome. Right. And to thank them, we'll have to do a review of the game, you know, like in a, in a separate show. But uh, thanks to Leah Sugar and Jeff Oaks, Ox, both at uh, Out of the Box, who sent me a copy of that game. The kids loved it. It was uh, very cool. And then as I was walking around a random art store, I happened to find a game that, Zach, I think you would like. It's called uh, Geek Battle. Have you ever seen this? No. It's, it's awesome. It's like a, like a typical board game, but each of the cards that you pull has four categories. Sci-fi and fantasy, comics and video games, science and technology, or geek life. So is this like Trivial Pursuit except for geeks? Pretty much. So here we go. Sci-fi Sweet. and fantasy. Oh, I'm and you're going to put me on, on the spot. The spot. I'm not going to get it That's now. That's why I didn't even go tell you. I think James, help me out here. <laughs> you, you know. I'm just letting you go on this one. Go ahead. All right. In Star Trek, what color is the copper-based blood of the Vulcan race? The what, the copper? Yeah. They're green. Yes. They have green blood. You are correct. See? Like, okay, that's easy. Pretty good. All right. So, um, And then it's got new ones. Like some of my kids found, found you know, some of those things a little bit more difficult. But like uh, comics and video games. Which of these angry birds oh, no. is present in the player to the player second? So what's the second you're, bird you get? You're gonna Whoa, you're gonna second, know that more than I am. Second bird you get and uh, you get the yellow one. The fat yellow one, isn't it? The bomb, dig bomb. So the first one's the red one. Don't you get the yellow one second? Bluebird second. Or, no, it's the little what? spread bluebird. Oh, the blue oh, one. The yeah, that one. Yeah, we're so ineffective. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> Uh, but it's good. It's like stuff about movies and stuff too. Where where do the heroes of Dawn of the Dead barricade themselves against the zombies? Gas station, hotel, mall, or a pet food store? I don't I don't watch those movies, but I guess it was a mall, wasn't it? Was it was a mall. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't even like that stuff, and I know it. <laughs> Who got into campaign trouble when he said, "I took the initiative in creating the internet"? Uh, Al Gore. That is correct. So it's, it's all kinds That's of good false. stuff. Okay. Th- yeah, this just proves that I'm a geek. So, Jerry, I'm, or- Jerry, I'm awarding you the uh, the trivia badge right now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> kind of go oh. ahead and create that. Yeah, I like that. That kind of. So, um, yeah. So this is this is taking off. Or you now taking off. Now the kids need to create a website. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? They have to find a way to um, to spread this and, and tell you the the most one of the most interesting things is uh, you know we talked we talked about this with the kids is that it would give a lot of kids that don't have a social opportunity to really get to know other kids in school, maybe to come around after school. And, um, that was very true. There was a lot of kids that, you know, I'd never seen before or met before. And, you know, they're saying hi to me like two days later in the halls. And then we, you know, we had, we had several, um, special education students that, that brought one-to-one aids, you know, that might've had social, social issues going back and forth. And, uh, it was very cool. Games, it was awesome. Games help with that. Games help out with in that. In crazy, crazy ways. I mean, it was yeah. awesome. The kids were I, so excited. I just got an idea, too. You know how we've been talking about game reviews for uh, Ed Gamer? Yeah. Your kids. Oh, that would be cool. And then we could drop them, uh, we could drop them onto Ed Reach. That would be cool. I think that would be awesome. 
I like that. I'm writing Kids that would down. like that a lot, yeah. Yeah, and it's out on a big yeah. website, too, so that'd get exposure. So, okay, I'm writing that down. Uh, so I, I think that's great. And you're just making me feel bad, Jared, because I want to get mine going as soon as possible. That's good. It's one of my goals in life. I actually have that written down on my bucket list. Make, make me feel bad? Okay. Okay, so next, which kind of leads into uh, Jared receiving a trivia badge from James. <laughs> okay, see, we got some – okay, so we have – Jerry James, we have James Sanders, we've had James Paul G. We, what's with the Jerry's and the Jameses and it, I, I don't know. We just have a lot. I feel like great. once you have James Earl Jones in the show, you're gonna insult all of us again. <laughs> saying, we've oh, never had definitely. anybody like you before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he'd actually he'd, he'd a big voice. You know, he did. You know. <laughs> oh, yes, that would be the best. Intro. Your father, big voice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so, class badges is a website that opens up. Uh, beta on Monday and I got this email from Dan Rezac about class badges and I looked at it saw the video and I'm like this is totally what we've talked about on the show many times about giving badges we've had class dojo on there and I know they're you know they're looking at a system like that I've used Edmodo and I've used badges on there Um, it's very cumbersome uh, I think a little bit with Edmodo, but it, it does a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you guys, you, your whole purpose is is badges, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And that's something that um, I've not seen before, and that's something that I think you are coming into a market that is prime for for the taking. So um, and for great use within the classroom. So explain what class badges does and uh, what's the purpose. Yeah. So uh, it actually started off when. A few years ago, I was uh, teaching in Los Angeles, and I wanted to do something a little bit different with my students, and so I wanted to create create a badging system. Uh, I didn't have you know fancy uh, developers or anything at that, like that at that time, so um, I actually did it on on paper. So I would go and I'd create the little badges in Photoshop, and then I would you know put a whole bunch on one sheet of paper, and I would print it out on sticker paper. And one of my students' grandmas actually bought me this round cutter from like the craft store. So it was like a, I could cut out these circle badges uh, with the sticker cutter. And then each student had a little page in their binder of the portfolio where they would just put on the stickers when they would master different objectives. And I said, you know, this is great. And the kids loved it. I'm like, I need to create a digital version of this, make it a little bit easier. No more like sticker cutting parties. Um, so I reached out to, to my cousin who uh, does a lot of Internet stuff. I said, hey, can you build this for me? You know, I want this for my classroom. And we were starting to go about it, and I was like, well, you know, at the same time, I was getting more and more involved with all these different ed tech, uh, ed, different ed tech things like EdReach and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, why don't we just build it and then share it? And so that's that's kind of what what Class Badges is. So we, um, it's K twelve is one hundred percent our focus, um, and providing teachers a system to award badges to their students is is our focus. You know, we're not trying to do any other thing, and then having badges be this afterthought that we add on afterwards. We want it to be a straightforward system where teachers can go in and award badges for students. And then we also like the idea of students being able to keep track of all their learning experiences. So, you know, both in my classroom and then also outside of the classroom eventually. So, what? I guess what's an example of what's an example of how this could be used. So, how do you set up a class? What's the what's the procedure that you're seeing uh, for the setup for 
uh, for students and teachers? Yeah, so I'd say there's like three major uses. Uh, the most common one I'm anticipating, and I and anytime you have these tools, like you have never know know where they're going to go. But the most common example I think I'm anticipating is a teacher wanting to do mastery or standards-based grading, and everything that's coming out right now is very teacher-faced, saying here's the all the great data tools you can see, all the graphs, all the spreadsheets, and here's how you can know like how many percentage of your students are mastering stuff, but nothing really is on the student side. Nothing's really clean, nothing's really simple. So it's a way of doing mastery-based grading, but for your students. So when the students master a concept, you can award them a badge, and the badges are completely customizable based on whatever you're, you're teaching. So that's one use. The second one would be kind of like whole class or whole school awards, so maybe like student of the month or, you know, um, math, you know, math lead of the week or whatever it might be. Um, so basically, rather than giving out these certificates that, you know, if they're lucky, end up on the fridge for, for a few months and then collect dust, end up in the trash, you know, the students can keep track of all those different little accomplishments that they're having um, in their portfolio or in their profile. And then the third one, um, I love this idea of, of gamification you know, so that teachers can create badges with different levels um, based on what they're teaching in their class. So the site, I wouldn't say, is ready to, to handle something um, as sophisticated as that yet, but um, it's something that you know is definitely uh, on the roadmap. So if a teacher wanted to get in there and do gamification right now, it would be perfect for them. They would just have to set it up themselves. You know, We're and definitely aiming for the teacher that can just go in and use it on day one. Yeah. Right, and I think and what we talked about before the show is that it, it can be set up to where the teacher can set up and do whatever they want to do. Yeah. They can have, if they're teaching, you know, I'm, right now I have Mesopotamia, so I could come up with certain goals for the kids. And, you know, I could set that up saying that I want you to understand geography. So, you know, did you master the geography? So I could have badges showing your progress yeah. uh, towards geography. And then we also talked about how, you know, especially with Common Core and standards-based grading, and how that can be, um, how you can set up a, almost a grade book. We in our elementary schools we have standards-based, um, you know, we have standards-based grade books. So if they're learning about terrain and geography, you know, I give them a mark for that quarter, saying that they're, you know, mastery or satisfactory or whatever that might be strong or needs improvement, and I can have it set up that way. Exactly. So, it's it, building on that, and, and I think, especially with Common Core, I think that's one area that is going to be common uh, across uh, across the board, uh, across the United States, with most states taking that in. I think that could be a, a way for class badges to get into some of these, into some schools, but also have the flexibility to do whatever the teacher wants it to do. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the thing. Anytime, like, all the tools that I've used in my classroom has been, you know, not all of them have been, you know, ed tech tool specific. Um, I've right. used, you know, what is it, uh, Google Moderator for classroom discussions. It obviously wasn't built for, for teachers to be using in their class. It was built for these large, massive speeches and stuff. Um, you know, just figuring, I use Blogger for history portfolios, you know, just trying to figure out what those tools are. And I wanted to create something that's as simple that any teacher can go in and say, I want to award badges to my students in this way and having it be there for them rather than saying, here's the 10 badges that I think you should be able to give to your students, you know, student of the month or blah, 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 blah. No, it's like it's the teacher knows what's best for their students and they want to be able to create those and award them. But we do provide the artwork. We do provide the badge artwork. So uh, now is that is that something that could open because, you know, Jerry's visual visual arts teacher. Yeah. 
Um, is that something that you know students could create badges and submit them? So it's definitely going to be doing some sort of uh, contest and different things like that. But there is going to be it's not anybody can just upload their own badge art. Um, right. And that's not in the near future. But I think that's something that we might uh, want want to add. But I mean, my initial res restraint is saying you know looking at what happened on on the Edmodo site with teachers awarding uploading their clip art, it just gets junky really fast. You know, we yes. want the students to be, you know, this, we want to prevent the teachers from awarding students like these junky looking badges. And so the students then have these portfolios and saying, look, look at what I've earned. And it's like, what is that junky clip art in your account? <laughs> you know, but yeah. we also want to be responsive to teachers. So saying, you know, if you say, hey, I want to award these badges, but I don't see any any badge art that can do that, you know, reach out. We'll get that created for you. Um, so there's a yeah. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, so there's a teacher side where you're, you know, entering these badges. So how do the students see it? So the students will be able to log in and just see all the different badges that they've earned from their different teachers. So they I mean they'll, they'll click on, you know, history and all the badges from Mr. Sanders will be there. They'll click on, you know, maybe uh, game club and they'll see all the different badges that Jerry's awarded them. Um, like that and so they'll just be able to sort them and then eventually I think you know longer term I'm just kind of share, showing some of my cards here I want the students to be able to have that profile um, or portfolio of their accomplishments that they can then share you know share out when they're using it. I don't want to share everything yes. but you know be able to say here's what I've done and kind of curate from that so you know they burn badges from their teachers but maybe they're earning badges somewhere else and they want to curate this you know 10 best experiences that they think represent them that they want to share with their you know in their high school application or college application or whatever and what about for parents um the parent thing is is interesting we haven't added a way for you know another account to view students so the parents would have to say hey you know billy can i see your your badges which i think is kind of a good first step because i want it to be something that students can take pride in this is their account um but i definitely understand that whole like Parents need to be able to spy on their students' yeah. grade books. Can you, can you, uh, just an idea, because uh, I've seen this with some programs where uh, the teacher is able to email like a report. Yeah, so like the of their child. That, that's yeah, a really so good, they'd email. That's a really good idea. I hadn't, I hadn't actually thought about that yet, where the the teacher can then say, hey, email this to to Billy's mom. Um, yeah. No, that's a really good idea. I will write that down. Teachers know best. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Yeah, I like okay. that. So, you know, like I said, I've seen that with several other, and it's it's nice when you can, especially if you can get parent buy-in, Yep. Um, you know, get it all around. I think that works out really well. So this is, you know, I'm seeing a lot of potential uh, for this, and it sounds like, you know, you're taking your steps, you're taking your baby steps, you know, getting it getting it out, getting the beta, you know, getting it to the, uh, the teachers and then students, and then you know, kind of adding features as you go along. Yeah. But I think the concept is really good. And I was just thinking, Jerry, what, you know, how, what's a, what is, what's a main concept that you have in one of your classes that you could probably use badges with? I'm putting you on the spot. No, 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 no. I actually, you know what, this is, this entire argument, and I, I guess it's not really an argument with any of the three of us here because we'd all end up on the same side. Right. Um, but I think this all leads to, uh, more standards-based grading, and I, you know, because we have these lengthy conversations before the show, um, I can't remember whether somebody said this before the show or after, but um, I think Zach, you actually said it. You know, we it, getting getting into standards-based grading and 
looking up these individual details that you want kids to learn. Like, so for instance, instead of my kids getting an A or through an F in my class, when, when what does an A really mean that I can say, well, they've mastered value scale and they've mastered, you know, how to create a sphere, you know, the illusion of a sphere with a, with a pencil. I can actually use those check marks and where that would usually be tedious technology and, and sites like this have allowed us to do it without being tedious. You know, it's, it's now yeah. easy to do that. So a three page report card of standards, what at one time might have seemed silly is not really that that difficult or that tedious at all anymore. So the needs improvement badge for Sphere would be a picture of a square. A picture of a square. That would be <laughs> right, the, that'd be needs improvement. That would be the starting. Cool. Yes, you you were at the yeah. starting level. And the, the conversations that you guys are having on on this show, and I think you know tools like class badges. In two or three years, there will be something out there that's kind of mainstream like it, whether it's class badges or not, or whether it's what you guys are talking about or not. We don't know, but there will be something out there. I think this is the time where. You know, it's finally starting to gain some traction in this in this idea. And if I can do anything to help move that conversation away from A through F grading, you know, I'm I'll be content. It you know? it has it has to because it, I mean you can't look anyone in the eye and honestly ask them, you know, what this is fantastic. What what does this C mean? You know, yeah. what it, you if if somebody came to you and this is the the argument that I use is if somebody came to you as an employer and said. Okay, well, I got all B's in high school. Awesome. And then somebody came to you with a list and it said, look at all these areas. These are the areas I'm exceeding in. These are the areas. Oh, well, that's perfect because these are the areas that I'm looking for an employee in. You know, I, I mean, that's isn't that not just better for learning, for teaching, for students, for the development of kids? I mean, that's that seems obvious to me. And there are still a lot of people fighting it. Yeah, uh, we, yeah we're preaching to the choir. So, so where do you see this being used? Not just in the classroom. I mean, is there other areas that you're uh, wanting to get this out? Yeah. So, I mean, what uh, one of the other co-founders is is my friend. Um, so, it's my cousin who's the uh, the big tech the tech co-founder. There's myself who's the uh, one teacher. And then my other friend is uh, Esther Wojcicki, and she teaches journalism at Palo Alto High School. And she uh, is really passionate about this idea of experiential learning, um, and this whole notion that students have learning experiences out of the classroom. I think we know that, but we want to make class batches a way for students to be able to discover um, quality learning experiences in their communities and online. So let's say, for example, the uh, Asian Art Museum is doing this fantastic um, exhibit on Japanese geography art, and that's a standard here in seventh grade history in California. The, I want to be able to recommend to my students to say, hey, go to the Asian Art Museum and do the ge Japanese geography art experience, um, and then you can earn you know, a badge to represent that experience. So for me, the worst thing is if the badges just become these kind of like digital candy you know, or digital carrots for students, which they're not. I want them to be able to represent saying, hey, you actually completed this experience, so you've won the, the Google Science Fair. Um, or you, you know, participated in it, or whatever that may be. I want students to be able to kind of keep track of it because right now, at the end of the school year, um, no, let me change the example. When a student is applying for for college, that student, um, and if they have good grades and whatnot, has probably had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of educational experiences, both in and out of the classroom. But what do they have to show for it? Maybe some report cards, but maybe an SAT score, and that's about it. 
you know, maybe some anecdotes, and they were going to talk about maybe one or two of their experiences. But if they have a place where they can actually go back and look through and say, you know, here's all the different experiences that I've had outside of the classroom, you know, here's all of my, you know, club honorship, honor awards or whatever, they can then curate that experience and then share it maybe with their, their college uh, in their college application or give them a good refresher on what to include in their, their resume or in their, you know, their letter. So this sounds like something where you'd almost want to create a portfolio for yep. student learning that carries carries with them through a long educational track. Yeah, and that's definitely in the direction that we're going. Um, you know, as soon as we have, you know, time and, and resources, we're going to be yeah. build, building that out. You know, like you talked, we talked before the show about adding some some features that will make gamification uh, really easy. I think that's something that we need to do immediately, but also this idea of students being able to have these robust portfolios where they can share, you know, their experiences or say like, I mean, I'm just thinking outside of the box out loud here. Let's say there's some sort of scholarship coming up and only people that have, go back to the example of the Google Science Fair, only people that have participated in the Google Science Fair can apply. You know, that would be a way for that organization to know, like, if that student has actually done it because they've earned that badge from Google. Yeah. You know, and they've automatically done the vetting for them. You know, or like, let's say you want to apply for, you know, some sort of thing. You have to have certain qualifications and you just earn the badges in that you've done, you know, the space camps or whatever it may be. Um, so when when you look at it at a grand scale and and I know you see cuz you talked a little bit about categories of recommended badges and things like that and yep. and you talk about these outside of school badges being sort yep. of like exploratory badges do you also yep. see like a learning like a template yeah i like that do you see like a, a template of in school badges that kids are supposed to i said that with air quotes but you can't see it cuz this is a podcast that kids are supposed to be getting. So here's what I'm getting at. You have kids achieving, which is awesome because you, you get like the, the gamification and, you know, like how many badges can you get? Um, what happens when kids fall behind? Are, are they sort of ranked? You know, does a kid know when they're behind because they don't have a certain number of badges? Yeah. So it's 100 percent. And this is where it come, the teacher comes in. It's 100 percent up to the teacher. In this case, okay. the teachers are the bankers. And they decide when to give out and when to pull back. And so when we add the functionality of the museums, you know, the zoos, aquariums, online experience, et cetera, they then become bankers as well. Cool. So you're going to have this thing where students are going to be able to, you know, earn from any of those people and teachers or bankers decide when to give out. Um, you know, unlike sticker charts that are plastered on, you know, thousands of walls across and maybe even millions of walls across American classrooms. Um, where students have to like say, oh no, Sarah next to me got a sticker, but I didn't. Um, you know, this is a private way for students to be able to see kind of where they're at. And the, t- the teacher, the student will be able to go to, or can now go to the teacher's page and see which badges Mr. Sanders has given out, which and then compare that to the ones that they had. But at no point are they being compared to all the kids in the classroom. Gotcha. You cool. know, they can share out their experiences saying, oh, congratulations. I'm so excited. I've, you know, won the Google Science Fair. I'm going to share that on my Facebook or share that on my Twitter or my Edmodo. Like, they'll be able to do that. But that's yeah. all. That's them choosing to share. Cool. Yeah. yeah. that's. I, I'm seeing so many potentials with, like, libraries, yep. reading clubs, yep. uh, discovery museums across the country. Uh, it, it's it, it's endless of how this could be used. I, and I it's really like, quite exciting. I really like how you could. I mean, imagine imagine the research that could be done with this if it was done from like, a, let's say, like from a third grade until like a high school level. I mean, you're talking about like a serious chunk of years. But imagine when we could see one of the things I'm always 
with education is how in, in internationally in other countries, how early they start tracking people, you know, like in Germany by third grade, you, you're pretty much decided what you've done with your life. You know, you either go to a vocational school or an educational school or an athletic school. Imagine how much, how we could see the tracking by the badges those kids chose to earn, you know, in their little learning adventures, you know, like, oh man, Sarah was, was earning these science badges all the way back in sixth grade. And now she's a, now she's a biologist. And now they have, now they have choice too, because now, you know, schools are doing this, you know, and you mentioned whole countries are doing this, but the schools are defining the metric saying, these are the five classes that we're going to define the rest of your life on. Right. Whereas now we change the power from that. So we shift it in this this example to the students where they're saying, yeah, you know, maybe I don't like Mr. Sanders history class, but guess what? <laughs> I've done this, this and this. I've taken this online class here and I've done this, you know, Coursera class there, you know, and I have earned all of that stuff. You know, yes, I got a B minus in this, you know, antiquated system in this one class. But look at what else I've done, you know, and That's it puts awesome. the power back into the t- students hands. That's awesome. I like that. Let's go. Well, that sounds. I think we have a lot of info there. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think you hear, you hear the vision, and we're starting. But we're starting is right. you know small and listening to teachers. You know, saying, "Oh, what? How do we want to tweak this to make this work for you?" You know, because everything teachers know best in this case. You know, I'm one teacher, and I have one vision, but I want you know to work with a bunch of teachers to make this um, as good as possible, and it's 100% free. Um, you know, it's not not something that you have to pay to use. And that's nice, too. So it's going to be exciting to hear, you know, we need to keep in touch and hear how the progress of this is going and and where it's going and how teachers that listen to this podcast that, you know, want to, you know, partake in this and and try to use it and actually be part of a community to build this up. I think this is exciting. Well, thanks. That was a great discussion. That was fun. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to this week's EdGamer podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts, including the Edu Nation cast uh, on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. In what cooperative play video game franchise do four survivors seek to escape a zombie horde? Uh, uh, Left 4 Dead. Yes. Highlander tells the story of which immortal swordsman? Ewan McIntyre, Angus McManus, Connor McLeod, or Roland Dahl? Connor McLeod. Oh my goodness, Jerry. Are you kidding me? I can't read. McLeod. I would have gone with Angus McManus. That sounds like a delicious oh, cheeseburger. McLeod. I'll oh have the goodness. Angus McManus with extra bacon. Okay, I'm stopping it. <laughs>